0: Brother Waldrop, we are glad that you and your wife are here. Thank you so much for your obedience to the Holy Ghost. Thank you for following the leading of the Spirit. We want you to come once again. Preach to me tonight. God bless you. Amen. Are you hungry for the Word of the Lord tonight? Amen. Let's talk to the Lord about our hunger and our desire. Lifting up your voices in the presence of Almighty God tonight. We glorify the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, you are holy. You are mighty. You are worthy. Oh, I worship your holy name. Thank you for your help tonight, God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Won't we have a time when time shall be no more? (laughs) Amen. Acts 26 Amen. I want to say along with Pastor Rick and how much we appreciate everyone being here. Amen. It takes more than coming to church to have church doesn't it? It's a great thing when church is not a location but it's an experience. Amen. That's really what Pentecost is. Amen. Because of the cross, Pentecost is not a date on the calendar. When the day of Pentecost was fully come. Amen. But then Pentecost becomes something a lot more than a Jewish celebration and feast. Amen. The experience that happened on the day of Pentecost in Acts, the second chapter. Amen. And that promise is for everybody. Amen. God is in the soul-saving business. Amen. if we mix the word of God with faith and open up our hearts and cry out to God, Amen. He is, the Bible said, close to every one of us. Amen. He's not far from every one of us. Amen. I'm, I'm anxious to see somebody that has a need tonight, whoever you are, however many you are. Amen. I'm anxious to see you cry out to the Lord and let him be the God that he wants to be for you. Amen. Acts the 26th chapter. We're picking up in verse number 24, just about a moment or two here of context. The unfolding of the Apostle Paul's life has given him uh, an audience with political leaders. And one of these leaders' name is Festus, and the other is King Agrippa. And uh, Earlier in uh, Acts 24, there was another religious leader named Felix, and he told Paul, when I have a convenient season, I'll call for you. And uh, here's Festus, verse 24, and as he thus spake for himself, I want you to notice what the Bible says here, Festus said with a loud voice. Paul, thou art beside thyself. Much learning doth make thee mad. Paul, you have lost your mind. You are crazy. You're beside yourself. You don't know what you're saying. Amen. He said that with a loud voice. There was passion and intensity. Amen. The voice of this political leader. Verse 25, Paul said, I am not mad. I'm not crazy. I haven't lost my mind, most noble Festus, but speak forth the words of truth and soberness. For the king knoweth of these things, before whom also I speak freely. For I am persuaded. Would you say persuaded? I am persuaded that none of these things are hidden from him, for this thing was not done in a corner. He's talking about the experience of revival and the miracles of of the church and the things that Jesus did and uh, the works of the Holy Ghost through the early church. Amen. I'm persuaded that none of these things are hidden from the king, for this thing was not done in a corner. And then he asks, King Agrippa, believest thou... The prophets, do you believe what the Word of God says? Amen. Believest thou the prophets? I know that thou believest. Then Agrippa said unto Paul, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. Amen. That is not a small statement. A man in his position, a man with his status and station of life, when he speaks to a prisoner preacher, amen, talking to him about the Word of God and the ways of God and the works of God, amen, and just standing flat-footed and asking him, do you believe the Bible? I know you believe. I know you believe, and in the midst of everyone in that room that day, you know it was more than Festus and Agrippa and Paul, amen, all the attendants and the servants and spouses and other political figures, amen, Agrippa makes this declaration, I'm almost persuaded. Almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. Amen. Does anybody have a mind made up tonight? Amen. I'm talking about really got your mind made up. Amen. I I wouldn't wish a good test on anybody, but let's just be honest. Amen. We've all been through them. Amen. This is not negative speaking tonight amen we live from faith to faith we don't live from trial to trial amen amen but 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 the fact remains as far whatever perspective you want to look at it from deliverance or testing you're either in the middle of it just come out of it or about to go into it even in the cycles and seasons of a life the trying of our faith the bible says worketh patience and Amen. When we come forth as gold tried in the fire. God has a way of stripping us of things that would hinder our effectiveness in the kingdom. Amen. And there's nothing that can substitute or take the place of a made up mind. I am persuaded. Amen. Amen. Persuaded to be a Christian. Amen. Would you lift up your hands tonight? Let's love the Lord together. Would you lift up your voice? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Please be seated tonight. Lord bless you. Amen. Amen. If you haven't got your mind made up tonight, if you're not persuaded to be a Christian, amen, I want to help you cross over that threshold tonight. Get over that hump of indecision. Regardless of where you stand and how much you know or don't know about God. I I really, I really have one objective tonight. And that is for everybody in this room to leave this service. Amen. Persuaded to be a Christian. Amen. I intend to be saved. Amen. Not persuaded to be religious. But persuaded to be a Christian. Persuaded to be like Jesus Christ. Persuaded to have a relationship with Almighty God. That this Bible tells me that anybody that wants to can have it. Amen. It's not about political persuasion. It's not about, uh, man financial status. It's not about the degree of your education. But it is altogether about your desire to please the Lord and live for Him. Come, come. What may. Hey, amen. Hey, amen. It, it may be, hey, amen, from trial to trial, from heartache to heartache. Uh, hey, amen. As the Bible would say, from faith to faith, uh, from victory to victory. I, I, I want to look at it from that perspective. Everybody goes through things, but I've determined that the things I go through will not define me. Hey, amen. I'm not t- depressed. I'm not upset, I'm not aggravated, I'm persuaded. Hey man, some days it's easier to smile than others. Some days it's easier to pray than others. Some days it's easier, it seems to exercise faith than others. But every day, God is good. And every day, He is my Savior. Every day, He's my healer. Every day, He's my helper. I wish I had somebody believe what I'm saying here tonight. Not just trying to, amen. uh, Well, I am trying to stir up your faith tonight. Amen. Not just trying to stir up your emotions, but get your feet, uh, amen, firmly planted on the promises of God's Word. Amen. Amen. God's power is not predicated or determined by my life situation. Amen. He is a healer whether he heals me or not. I said he's a healer whether he heals me or not. Amen. I may die a pauper. Amen. But you hear me tonight. I'll draw my last breath believing in a God that provides. Amen. He doesn't have to do it for me for me to believe that that is who he is. Because this book says my God shall provide and supply all your need. man, You may pray a prayer that never gets answered but he is a prayer answering God. But the Lord, you're contradicting yourself. No, I'm not. The Bible said in Hebrews 11, these all died in faith, not having received the promise. Remember, the promise still came. I said the promise that God gave to his people still came to pass. And that, amen, those particular people never saw the fullness of it, but the fullness of it still came. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. If you'll just get your mind made up. I said if you'll just get your mind made up. Amen. Amen. Make a decision. Make a decision. Amen. Let's not be intimidated by what the religious system has done with decisions. I've made a decision for Christ. Well, you know what? So have I. You know what? It's hard to do anything without deciding to do it. I mean, that's just kind of how we're made up, isn't it? The words that I'm saying right now, I, I'm, I mean, they're, they're going through my mind. I make a decision to say the things that I'm saying. You you can't do anything really without making a decision. Amen. Decisions, amen, determine destinies. Let's just think about life here for a few moments. Behind every major historical event is a decision. Not only in major history, but In personal history, every one of us here today are in this service. We are where we are because of our decisions. You decided to come to church. You made a decision. I'm going to the house of the Lord. Now this is what I love about this man's heart. The Bible said diviseth his way. But the Lord directs his steps. It's a beautiful thing when you allow the Lord to influence your decision. I don't have time to get off in the weeds about all this tonight. But if you'll just make up your mind to live for God and surrender everything to the Lord, he'll help you make right decisions. Hallelujah. Which way am I going to go? What decision am I going to make? And the Bible said you'll hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. Amen. So, yes, I will. I'm deciding to follow the voice of the Spirit. If you're here tonight and you don't know God and the power of the Holy Ghost, if you'll listen to the voice of God tonight, he'll say, go to that altar and begin to call upon my name. Amen. Let somebody show you in my word what it takes to be saved and then act accordingly. Repent of your sins. Be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You can't do it without the sign to do it. Amen. But I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost to help you make right decisions. Would you clap your hands and praise the Lord of our help tonight? Man, There's a lot of things that we suffer because of wrong decisions. It's not because God is unfaithful. It's because he's a God of his word. You reap what you sow. If you sow to the flesh, you shall of the flesh reap corruption. But if you sow to the spirit, you shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Sometimes it doesn't spring up overnight. Sometimes it takes a while for that seed to germinate. Hey man, you you, you may have sown a lot of wild oats and the devil may be whispering in your ear. Hey man, you've you've got too much hell to pay for, to live for God. You've got too much of a crop of poor decisions. You'll never live long enough to suffer all the consequences. But I've come to tell you about a God that's able to deliver you. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel faith uh, rising up in my heart. Uh, Why don't you open up your spirit tonight uh, and say, you know what? Uh, Amen. God knows what he's doing. Uh, God knows what he's talking about. Uh, If anybody knows anything about God, it's God. Uh, And so I'm just going to trust him. Uh, If this is what he wants, uh, then who am I? Uh, Who am I to disagree with God? Amen. Amen. Can I have about 10 more minutes of your time tonight? Amen. I read about a very wrong decision in Isaiah 14. Now, I hate the devil. (laughs) One One songwriter said, Me and the devil, we agree. I hate him, and he hates me. Amen. The other part of that song says, me and the devil, we had a tussle, and I won. But it wasn't on my strength. It's because I was persuaded to be a Christian, not because a miracle happened every day. Paul and Silas in Acts 16, they were persuaded to be Christians. It meant they were persuaded uh, to be a Christian uh, when they cast out the devil. They were persuaded to be a Christian uh, when they got arrested uh, for supposed insurrection. They were persuaded to be a Christian uh, when stripes were being laid across their back. They were persuaded to be Christians when they were cast into the prison. They were persuaded, read it, to be Christians when they were, a man, bound with chains and put in fetters. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises. And why? I am persuaded. Come on, Paul said that neither death, uh, nor life, uh, nor angels, uh, nor principalities, uh, nor powers, uh, nor things present, uh, nor things to come, uh, nor height, uh, nor depth, uh, nor any other creature uh, shall be able to separate me. I've got a grip on God, uh, and I'm not letting go. Uh, And bless your heart, God's got a grip on me. Nothing, nothing. My God, I feel like preaching to somebody. Nothing, 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 nothing is able to separate me from the love of God in Christ Jesus. I may be going through the darkest hour of my life, but I'm still persuaded to be a Christian. I'm still in love with Jesus. It's not for the loaves and fishes. It's not for his miraculous ministry. It's because he's my healer. He's my helper. He's my savior. He's my God. And he's my friend. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to help somebody here. This is what the Bible says: that we're not ignorant of His devices. Amen. But there's a context of that, lest Satan should gain an advantage of us, for we're not ignorant. There's certain things we're going to do and not going to do because we know how the devil operates. And, and I'm telling you, he is. The Bible calls him the Accuser of the Brethren. The accuser of the brethren. Now we've all, the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the Bible says this, that there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Now that's not the devil's decision because he is the condemner. And he, 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 he drags along his bag of condemnation everywhere he goes because he's not going to miss an opportunity to dole some out if you'll accept it. And you do something that you should not have done it. You shouldn't have said it. You shouldn't have thought it. I mean, you shouldn't have done it. And God convicted you and you repented of it and God forgave you. And you got the victory over it. Now, I'm I'm not just saying it. Oh, well, no big deal. No, it's a big deal to make mistakes. And hopefully we learn from our mistakes. I don't want to make the same mistake over again. Amen, amen. I, I don't want to oversimplify things, but it's really not complicated. A lot, oftentimes the difference between wisdom and stupidity is what you do with mistakes. Amen. The wise man said wisdom comes from experience. And experience comes from mistakes. Otherwise men said you learn from the mistakes of others because you'll never live long enough to make them all yourself. Why does history repeat itself? Stupidity. This ain't the first time we've been here, and the last time we were here this is what we did, and when we did that this is what happened. Hello? That's not wise. We're laughing tonight, and it's kind of funny, but I'm not the only one in this house that's made the same stupid mistake all over again. It ain't the, I'm not the only one that took, took the wrong turn five times in a row. Well, maybe if I turn this way, it'll be different. No. If you make that decision, amen, I that's the results of it. It meant you can't turn south and head north. If you make the same decision, you're going to get the same result. Somebody said, if we always do what we've always done, we'll always get what we've always got. Amen. But when you learn from your mistakes and you say, wait a minute, I've been here before. I recognize this. And the last time, I I, I went that way, and I don't like what happened. So wisdom kicks in and says, you know what? If I don't want that to happen, I'm not going to make that decision. And so we learn from our mistakes. And we grow from our mistakes. But here comes the accuser. And he says stuff like this Oh, you're supposed to be a Christian. You big hypocrite. You talked in tongues yesterday. And look at what you did today. I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to help somebody right now. You're a loser. You've blown it. There's no hope for you. God can't love someone like you. You've made too many wrong decisions. Now, let me just help somebody. To, again, I'm not. I'm not glossing over your mistakes. That's not what this is about. You know that. We know what to do if any man sin. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Repentance takes care of all, a lot of stuff. Amen. But Isaiah 14, amen, hones in on Lucifer. And he says, how art thou fallen from heaven? Oh, Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground which did weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I'll ascend into heaven. I'll exalt my throne above the stars of God. I'll sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I'll ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. The next time, can I just preach it how I feel it tonight? The next time the devil wants to rub your face in your wrong decisions. Hey, amen. Say, all right, buddy, while we're rubbing our face in it, amen, come join me. Because when there wasn't a devil, you couldn't live for God. You couldn't, you couldn't live for God in heaven my decision excuse me you mean to tell me you're going to accuse me and buffet me and criticize me and accuse me amen look at what you did amen come on the next time the next time the devil reminds you of where you've been why don't you remind him of where he's going Thanks be unto God for the blood of Jesus Christ. Thanks be unto God for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thanks be unto God for forgiveness. Thanks be unto God for grace. Thanks be unto God for mercy. Thanks be unto God for an opportunity to make it right. Nobody's lived above sin except Jesus Christ. Amen. But I have overcome. Amen. Because the overcomer is inside of me. Oh, I've got to hurry. How how much time? About 10 minutes. All right. And I have five more. I sense a pattern here. <laughs> Reminds me when I was a kid. Went and got money from mom or dad at the fair or whatever. Hey Amen. Spend it all. <laughs> well, I'll go back and get some more. Amen. But most most of the time this is how my folks operated. This is this is what you got. Make it last. Going off to youth camp. Don't spend it all the first day. Cuz if you do, guess what? It's a long ways from our house to the campground. I think I think I I think my uncle floated mom and dad alone one year. I, hadn't, I can't quite learn that lesson yet. Amen. I, I I made that mistake more than once. I think. Hallelujah. A lot of folks get upset at God because of their decisions, and the results are based upon their decision. Adam and Eve had no right to get upset at God when they decided they chose to partake of the forbidden fruit. Now, they didn't get upset at God. They owned up, thank, thankfully. Read it in Genesis Adam owned up, I did it. Cain chose to slay his brother and went out from the presence of the Lord. Samson chose to lay his head and to lie in Delilah's lap and lost his eyesight and became a servant of the Philistines. Saul chose to ignore the instructions of the man of God. And he is chronicalized as one of the biggest biblical failures in all of Scripture. Judas chose to commit suicide after betraying Jesus. It was prophesied that he would betray the Lord. But it was not prophesied that he would end his life. He didn't have to commit suicide. He may have disqualified himself. I know the prophecy. Another one is going to take his place. All that 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 all that happened. I understand all that. Amen. I'm getting into too many of the weeds here. Amen. But decisions determine destinies. Amen. Decisions determine destinies. But can I tell you, there's more in the Bible than wrong decisions. Because by faith Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house by faith Abraham when he was called to go out into a place which he should receive for an inheritance obeyed and went out not knowing whither he went by faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country for he looked for a city which had foundations whose builder and maker is God hallelujah through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed which was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. By faith, Moses, this is Hebrews 11, when he was come to years, when he got old enough to make his own decision. Hallelujah, when he was come to years, uh, refused, uh, refused, uh, refused uh, to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. uh, Choosing, uh, choosing, uh, choosing rather uh, to suffer affliction uh, with the people of God uh, than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. I have decided to follow Jesus. David chose to repent when he was confronted with the sin. He chose to pray in spite. Daniel chose to pray in spite of the king's decree. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego chose to not bow to the king's image. Peter chose to repent after denying Jesus. Uh, He chose. He could have given up. He could have listened to the voice of hell, and says, "That mocking voice, thou art, Peter, and upon this rock I'll build my church." Y'all yeah, right? Mm, some rock you are, Amen. Spokesman, Wave Walker, mm-hmm. Apostle, yeah right, hey, Amen. What a loser! But the Bible said he went out and repented. made a decision this will not define me I can't go back and undo it but I can do something about it hey man I wish if I had to do over again I'd have done it differently hey man but that mistake will not define me but what will define me is my decision to live for God Amen, you, you may remember amen, what a mess I've made of my life. You may remind me of all my poor decisions. You may remind me of all the bad things I've done. Amen, that may be how you remember me. But because of the blood of Jesus Christ, amen, I have forgiveness of my sin. Amen, there's things I've done I'll never forget. Amen, but they've been forgiven. And I refuse to be haunted, uh, amen, by memories of my mistakes. Uh, I'm preaching to somebody right now. I'm trying to close. uh, But I'm preaching to somebody right now. Oh, I feel this in my heart right now. I said I refuse to be haunted uh, by memories of my mistakes. Uh, When I remember the bad that I did, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop and praise the Lord uh, because I I took it to an altar and I repented and I called on his name and his spirit came I remember the pit from whence I have been pulled out of Yes, I remember the pit, but I'm not depressed about it. Amen, I'm rejoicing. Such were some of you. Such were some of you. I've got something to shout about. Not because of what I did, but because I don't do that anymore. I am... I am washed, I am sanctified, I am justified. Come on, that's how God delivers you from your past, is he forgives you and gives you a brighter future. Lift up your hands, call upon his name. I don't feel like I'm wasting my time. This is not just a good biblical thought. There's a spirit of heaven that's anointing me to preach. It's time to make up your mind. I'm persuaded to be a Christian, not because he's been good, but because he's God. Not because he's answered all my prayer, but because he's a prayer answering God. Not because nothing bad ever happens, but in spite of it, Yay! though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, cause I'm not alone. I refuse to set up camp in the valley. I refuse for the valley to become my address. Amen, I refuse. I refuse. I'm going to keep holding on to the unchanging hand of God. I feel the Holy Ghost here. Would somebody acknowledge? Would you acknowledge the presence of the Lord? <sighs> Hallelujah! 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 Come on, it Paul's on account. I've been shipwrecked. I've been beaten. I've been stoned. Amen. I've suffered perils. I've suffered persecution. I've suffered rejection. But I'm persuaded to be a Christian. And a lot of that that happened happened because I was a Christian. But it's still better to be a Christian I think it's still in here. If you suffer for righteousness, happy are ye. Last time I checked, happiness and suffering don't jive, they don't mix. But you can make a decision. Come on. Anybody ever heard of Job? The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm not preaching Job was happy that day, but I'm preaching when it was all said and done, Job got happy again, and he looked back on the trial, and he could smile. Because if you suffer uh, for righteousness' sake, uh, happy uh, are uh, ye. uh, This joy uh, that I have, uh, that's really it. Uh, It ain't about happiness. Uh, Happiness is superficial. Uh, Happiness is coincidental. Uh, Happiness uh, is circumstantial. Uh, But joy uh, is internal. Happiness depends on what's going on, but joy depends on my relationship with God. And Job said, I know my Redeemer liveth. I know my Redeemer liveth. I close, I close with the words of an old song, a Christian hymn originating back in the 19th century in India. The lyrics of this hymn are based on the last words of a man in northeast India who along with his family were... Converted to Christianity in the middle of the 19th century through the the efforts of a missionary. Called to renounce his faith by the village chief, the convert declared, I have decided to follow Jesus. In response to threats to his family, he continued, though no one joined me, still I will follow. His wife was killed and he was executed while singing the cross before me, the world behind me. I'm persuaded to be a Christian. Every one of the disciples except one suffered execution. None of them but one. Died of natural causes. But if somehow we could glimpse into the glory world tonight. Simon, Peter, do you feel cheated? As a matter of fact, Paul would write to Timothy and say, I am ready to be offered. Amen, you do to me what you want to do, but you can't touch my eternity. That's where joy comes from. My Lord, I feel I feel some Holy Ghost happy in this place right now. Oh, I feel a dynamic of the spirit in this place. I said that's where joy comes from. Amen, because trials can't touch my eternity when I'm persuaded uh, to be a Christian. Disappointments uh, can't touch my eternity uh, when I'm persuaded uh, to be a Christian. I uh, have decided uh, to follow Jesus. down through the course of time, uh, we've added this and that. Uh, hey Amen. Take this whole world, uh, but give me Jesus. Uh, no turning back. Uh, no turning back. Uh, I said, take this whole world, uh, but give me Jesus. Uh, Because I have decided to follow Jesus. I've decided to live for God. I've decided to obey the gospel. I've decided to be a Christian. Would you lift up your hands and thank God for his word? Come on, there's no better life than living for God. Amen. As people begin to filter in around the front of the sanctuary, why don't we all join in around the front, regardless of where you stand, regardless of what you know, regardless of what you've experienced, regardless of your degree of understanding. Why don't you let something in the spirit of God arrest your spiritual attention and say it's time for me to make up my mind to live for God. It's time for me to decide to live for Jesus. I said, there's no better life than living for God. There are some saints of God that can lift up your hands and testify. And say, living for God is the best decision I ever made. Repenting of my sins, being baptized in Jesus' name, being filled with the Holy Ghost, being delivered from this world, living a holy, separated life, not because of my goodness, but because of His grace, because of His power, because of His purpose, because of His help. revelation and conviction here Uh, amen. there's understanding here Uh, in the name of Jesus uh, I have decided to follow Jesus Uh, no turning back Uh, no turning back Uh, no turning back Uh, tomorrow uh, may knock the props out from under me Uh, no turning back Uh, it may be the worst day of my life Uh, no turning back Come on, let's decide to give all of ourselves to God tonight. Holding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Every part of my life. Every part of my life I'm giving to you, God. I glorify your mighty name. I worship your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you jesus listen listen to me tonight i i would i wouldn't embarrass anybody but glenn here shortly you'll look back you'll look back on sunday october the twenty third twenty twenty two And say, that's the best decision I ever made. Not going to tell you it's a bed of roses. Not going to tell you there's no more tests or trials. Not going to tell you that. But when you get baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, I can have peace in the midst of the storm. Because the prince of peace resides in my soul. All because of a good decision. I'm going back to church. I'm going to that altar. I'm getting in that water. I'm calling upon the name of the Lord. I don't know about you, but... I'm ready to see some sins washed away. Uh, do you feel a witness of the Holy Ghost here? We're not the only ones ready. Hallelujah, clap your hands to the Lord. Somebody shout to God tonight in Jesus' name.